0: Welcome to All the Single Ladies, a podcast where us three single gals try to make a little bit of sense of this crazy world. Hopefully with some decent banter in there for good measure. Thanks so much for tuning in. If... Welcome to All the Single Ladies, a podcast where us three single gals try to make a little bit of sense of this crazy world. Hopefully with some decent banter in there for good measure. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you like what you hear today, you can support us by rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts and by subscribing on your podcast app of choice. We really hope you enjoy today's episode. How are we
1: going, guys? Good.
0: Energy. So much energy. I'm great. (laughs) I'm good, good, good. Amy's still recovering from her technological ordeal, I think.
2: Yikes, what a day. <laughs> oh, God. We got there in the end. So many computers. <sighs> it's probably been a lot. How'd you go? Was today your last day? Yeah. So off now for three months. Oh, weeks. really? That's amazing.
0: Was it a big day? Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I'm all set up.
0: Crazy. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy. How about you, Mairead? How are you?
1: Life-wise, work-wise, what are we talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> whatever you There's want to so talk about. Options. It's our podcast. Um, you can talk about whatever you like.
1: Oh my god, it is. That's so nice. Um, yeah, no, pretty good. I'm pretty excited, yeah, for 2020 to be over and <laughs> It'll be, this will be the first year that I haven't had to work like Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve because I'm not working, um, like I'm working in a proper grown-up job now where I can take a week off over Christmas. It's wild. Crazy. Um, so I'm doing great because of that, really.
2: I am a bit nervous about everyone ha- working with the assumption that 2020 is like, yeah, it's over, <laughs> 2021, that we'll be moving forward, everything's going to be A-OK. I think we should take some baby steps into 2021 and then just feel our We're going we to jinx ourselves for sure. Yeah, need to have
1: like really realistic expectations. Like maybe there won't be another pandemic and maybe, like even as I'm saying this, like maybe there won't be bushfires again. Like, I, I mean, climate change is still happening. There's a lot of mm. shitty things still in the world. Like we've still currently got our government that we do, like federal government, like just really lower the expectations, I think is kind of the way to go into 2021. I'm happy that 2020 is going to be over because it's been a pretty shit year for a lot of people. But, um, yeah, I don't think 2021 is going to be this magical year. Like everybody thought also 2020 was going to be their year. Maybe it'll be a
0: year.
2: <laughs> I wonder if people will have resolutions as they do some years or whether they're just like, fuck it, let's just oh, I
0: tried all my resolutions over isolation, didn't fucking succeed at any of them. So... <laughs> what were your resolutions? Oh, actually, I lie. Uh, I think... I think my only... It wasn't really a resolution, but it was a decision that I would be sober. And I've only had a drink on two occasions this year. So close, but. That's incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, never again. My, also, resolution, never again.
1: <laughs> my resolution was to make more potato based dishes because I made a lot of potato salad at the end of last year. Um, so I'm really glad that my expectations were low and I succeeded with that. I made some potato based dishes this year. I made a lot of, I ate a lot of potato really. Potato's good. Potato's the best.
2: Did you have any resolutions, Amy? I didn't actually. And I don't believe I've ever had resolutions when it comes to any. Uh, to be maybe fair. Maybe it's so time to start. I think it's probably good that I didn't ha- well, I think it's probably good that I didn't have any coming into twenty twenty <laughs> or I would have been sorely disappointed.
0: Depends. Um, maybe your resolutions were experience a pandemic. And look, you've just ticked that yeah, off. I'm not
2: sure whether maybe that means I don't have ambition, <laughs> but um but I, ha- I do know that a lot of people, you know, they start off the year and they're like, oh, I've got all these resolutions and they, you know, quite a few of them tend to be left in the wind a week or two into January. Um, so, you know, fast and <laughs> loose. or just go with it. I
1: feel bad for all the That's... people whose resolutions is like, take more chances, travel more, <laughs> like say yes to opportunities, like all those kind of, I mean, like, those kind of vibes mm-hmm. don't really play in well to global pandemic kind of situations.
0: No. Also, like, even even just I think one of the things I'm always just trying to be better at is being more organised. And that's been another thing is every time you think you're organised, then, oh, the restrictions change or there's another lockdown or something like that and everything goes out the window. So... <laughs> Either way, you're kind of screwed this year, I feel. So So should we tell the listeners on a personal note what's happened to each of us this year or? I think that could be good. I also think
1: it'll be a good way for us to look back on 2020 um, in years to come and be like, oh, yeah, that was the start of the end of everything kind of. Um, what have been some highlights for you, Em? Because you moved to Melbourne, so that was good. <laughs> you moved to Melbourne and I
0: haven't even seen you because it's been a pandemic. Like, we in know, the same city so again. ridiculous. So, like, I saw you more when we were living in different cities. So yeah, that's a bit sad. I think, but... yeah, that's definitely <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so I think, and again, emphasis on think because I cannot remember. It's been a very long year, but I think... 2020 started okay for me apart from obviously the horrific bushfires and I tend to get quite anxious about climate change so that was not good but apart from that on a personal level I think it started pretty well. I had some like really good moments with my mental health after having kind of a bit of a difficult 2019 and then it kind of just descended into chaos from there with uh, COVID and especially the work that Amy and I do it was pretty crazy at that time and that probably kicked off in February for us I think is when it sort of started to get a bit crazy and hectic and then obviously um, we've already discussed my divorce and the fact that I then in the divorce I gave up my house so lost my house, lost my job, lost my marriage. (laughs) What else? Um, and And then I think I made the best decision I've ever made, which was to relocate to Melbourne. So now I am near the beach in a nice area. I have access to anything I could ever want in life. And I finally have a space set up how I want it with the kind of like furniture I like and decorations I like and I have a great housemate and I don't know that so that's been really good. Uh, what else? God. Um, oh, I've I've had a boyfriend on and, and on and off, and on and off and on and off and on and off and on and off. So that's been fun. Oh, Tinder dates did that for the first time. Crazy. And then I you guys are both looking at me and I'm like I I, <laughs> I uh ticked off the top list of my sexual fantasies uh list Yeah, you did. <laughs> Ménage à trois <laughs> Actually, look, that was probably the highlight of the year if I'm honest. Uh yeah and then just like lockdown well, that yeah that was a highlight for me too <laughs> i think that was a highlight of my year as well
2: <laughs> just actually that sounds like it was like oh, yeah of us. no it was emily telling us the story was my highlight
0: <laughs> here it hit her, here first well, we had a threesome this year than-
1: We weren't involved, but we feel Mm. like we were involved from hearing the story,
0: like, in the least weird way. (laughs) Yeah, so that was a bit of a thrill. Uh, All things considered, I've, I've been okay. I feel like I have been a lot luckier than some people and... Uh, even though I feel like the idea of going into a pandemic as my marriage is breaking down and moving cities would probably have terrified me if you'd said that's what was going to happen, I think it was actually really good timing because the start of lockdown for me was actually quite good. It was like a, like I had to just sit and reflect and be with my thoughts. And it was quite good for me, I think, until stage four, which almost broke me mentally um but yeah i don't know i think it was like not too bad had its ups and downs and i got through it
2: i feel like i've come to the table a bit underprepared. <laughs> i haven't done as much homework as you guys because i've been driving home from work it's
1: not homework it's just um, a year
2: i can't really yeah <laughs> yeah sorry yeah fucking
0: my dog ate it. <laughs> um, do, you think, do you think I made all I, of that stuff up? It's not fiction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Sure. I hope not.
2: I, um, I, it feels as though the start of the year was so long ago. Unbelievably so. I, um, look, nothing incredibly dramatic has happened to me. In retrospect, like I think, you know, a lot of people have gone through a, a pretty tough time really. And um I've been lucky enough to keep my job. Um, you know, it's been pretty would you crazy, call that lucky think, in the travel industry.
0: <laughs> it's been yeah, well, I mean
2: some days I curse it. Sure. Um, I, and I curse a lot in general anyway, (laughs) so that would just be normal. But I think, you know, you can't, like, I can't be ungrateful. And so I think for me, it was just going to work kept and keeping occupied is really good. So I think that was something to be grateful for most definitely. Even, you know, regardless of the financial thing. Just going to work and, and having something to do. Another thing that I did, <laughs> this is so ridiculous, was I just, I walked so much this year. <laughs> like, I feel like when I, you're like, what did you do this year? I was like, oh, uh, you know, I just kept walking. So, I, you know, I walked a lot and I, you know, I started going up bush and walking and obviously that's really good for fitness, but also for my mind um really good you know put your headphones in walk around and it's so incredible Uh, up here we didn't have half the um difficulties that you guys had in you know your stage four lockdowns but um even in stage three where you couldn't do much and you could only leave for specific reasons um it was really good to be able to get out and exercise um and go for a walk and i really took advantage of that i think so i just started wandering around (laughs) just try obviously not only am i bad with technology i've obviously got a really
0: terrible memory (laughs)
2: Like, oh, what did you do this year? Went to work, walked around the block (laughs) multiple times.
1: I feel like that is the whole of the year, though, for so many
2: people. It's like, yeah, well, you either worked
1: or you didn't work and you sat on the couch or you didn't sit on the couch. Like,
2: yeah. I watched a hell of a lot of Netflix, like lots of series, some of them multiple times, um, (laughs) most of The Office over and over and over. Looked after my nephew. Like I, I live with my nephew, so I look after him. Um, he's a terror, so spent a lot of my time with him. Um, oh, managed. So this was well, significant. Managed to grow an orange-sized um, fibroid inside of me, so that's getting taken out on Friday, which is, you know, that's two days from now.
0: Are they letting you keep it?
2: I don't know whether it's black. Do they let you keep your appendix and things like that still? Or I think you
1: can legally have it because it's from you, I think. This is me Mm. saying that I know things because I work within a hospital. I don't work (laughs) in any area that has anything to do with that. But I think because it's you, you should be able to take it.
2: Because I think you're you're able to take
1: your teeth though, aren't you?
2: When you get your teeth out? I don't know. Yeah. This is I'm going sh- nowhere. Well, I'm just I don't, like, it, I don't about- even know how they're going to take it out um, because it's so big. So I don't know, you know, if it's going to be in one piece, that will be interesting. But yeah, I think I'll be a lot, mm. um, you know, physically I'm going to feel a lot better now that there's not going to be an orange inside of me. Um, mm.
0: You know. This is the thing though, Amy, fruit. is that you say nothing happened to you this year and then you're like, oh, but I guess I, I did grow a fibroid the size of an orange. And, you know, that didn't negatively affect you at all, did it?
2: Well, I, yeah, I guess in the scheme of things, I guess in today, in my positive mindset, things could be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Catch me on another day and I'm like, fuck this, but you know, but all you good. Realize
0: At any given moment, there can only be one human on the entire world who can't say, oh, could be worse. Because, so relativity means that everyone else has it better than that one person. So you can't just live on relativity. Sometimes you're allowed to say, oh, this thing happened and it was shit.
2: Well, yeah. It's, you know, it's interesting and it has I- I intrigued think- me as to how big it is and how it's fit in there.
1: I'd be curious to know, but also I think we need to do an episode about toxic positivity because we're all <laughs> like <laughs> really bad at it because before My we bad. even started recording, Em and I were talking about this year and we're like, but it was fine though, like just all these bad things that happened, but it was fine, we're fine, like... No, it's okay for things not to be okay sometimes and that's okay just to be like nah it was a bit shit like But yeah, we'll talk mm. about that more in another another episode yes. I think <laughs> <laughs> well, um what
0: was
1: what was twenty twenty? Mm. Um I'm trying I was trying to think back to actually like the start of the year and it's very it feels like a different lifetime for where I am now um so I was living in another place with um it's just become very loud here I've moved to a new place which is very noisy um I was living with um my male housemate and stuff who we got along really well but we were both like we met up recently and we are like, we both weren't in great mental spaces when we were living together. So we're both like, from the start of the year to the end, it's a we're in a better space. My little sister moved back to Australia from being in Japan and I hadn't seen her since I'd been over in South America. So that was like a year that I hadn't seen her. Um, so she moved back in just before lockdown and everything happened. So that was amazing having her at home because my other housemate was working and I wasn't really working at that time. Um, I got my first ever full-time job and then quit my first ever full-time job not long after because it was, um, kind of the worst my mental health's been in a while from a multitude of reasons and stuff. It just didn't work out. Um, but made an amazing friend from there and really bonded with her. I made, like, I feel like I've, the friendships that I've made this year have been a lot more solid and, um important to me I think and also this year has really reaffirmed the friendships that I have with everybody and then so yeah I quit that job and then I started a new job and then also moved house within the same like two-week period because that was a really smart idea to do um, and then moved into a one like a, a one-bedroom kind of unit in within a house with my little sister which was I loved sharing a house with her, but not so much sharing a room. (laughs) Um, uh, What else did I do this year? Did I write things down? I did. Um, No, that's basically all I've done this year. My mental health went from, like, shitty to all right to shitty. We're back to all right now. Um, But I feel like I've kind of forgotten and, like, fully just blanked out all the bad things that happened and how just grim things got during lockdowns, like... Like, there was no toilet definitely... paper
0: to wipe your ass.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, we. I just remember when that first happened because I'd messaged my house and I was like, oh, Tom, can you pick up some toilet paper? And then he was like, oh, there's no toilet paper. I'm like, that's very strange, isn't it? And then I looked, like, I saw my friends posting on a story being like, oh, this is where they're keeping all the toilet paper, and it was, like, out the back of Coles. And I was like, yeah, that's where they keep toilet paper because that's extra stock. What are you talking about? <laughs> what is going on here? Yeah. Um, <laughs> That was such a weird time though, wasn't it? Like really, like who who would have thought that, you know, in 2020, I remember posting an Instagram story, seeing full shelves of toilet paper and being like, this is a beautiful site. Mm. Like I feel like it was a very 2020 kind of thing. Um, I, during lockdown, made a lot of pasta. I got good at making pasta, um, like homemade fresh pasta, and I watched a lot of Adam Driver movies. I made a list and tried to watch all the Adam Driver movies. Um, So, yeah, really achieved a lot. Um, Started seeing my psychologist again, which was good, Um, and I've been able to do that on Zoom, which is so handy um, because she used to be like an hour away, so it would be a very big undertaking to go see her. So I'm glad that seeking mental health services has become – for myself personally, a bit easier. So that's been a good thing about 2020.
0: I have to agree with that. I feel like that's something we should cling to a little bit is the, not not for all the time because, you know, like my dad's a psychologist and he says like nothing can be better than sitting in the room with someone, but I think it's so good to have the option and especially when I was still living out in Wangaratta before I'd relocated and I was trying to find a psychiatrist. There's only like one psychiatrist out there in the sticks. And it's impossible to get an appointment, which meant I had to book in with someone who's in the city. And so it was going to be a three-hour drive to get to them. And then, luckily for me, (laughs) restrictions all came in and they ended up doing them by, like, telehealth consultations. And, oh, it was just so easy.
1: No, I feel like telehealth has been such a, a game changer for, um, like, a lot of people and working within um, a hospital space and stuff, definitely not the same as a face-to-face appointment, but it's made a lot of things more accessible, I think, which is, you know, good for a year that's been pretty shit. It's nice that there are some, like, kind of highlights of it, like... I'm also a big fan because in my new job I have to take minutes for meetings and I can do it all from my own desk and I don't have to go to a meeting room and furiously write notes. I can just record the (laughs) meeting and go back to it at my leisure. So I'm a big fan of Zoom meetings basically now.
0: (laughs) It's so bizarre that you have to make minutes for a meeting that anyone could just watch back.
1: (laughs) I know. That's been been a discussion. Don't mention it though. You might lose your job. Oh, God, I would be happy to lose that part of the job. <laughs> but no, I I feel like I didn't actually... I love my job. My job that I've got now, I came out of, like, absolutely nowhere, but I feel like I managed to, like, manifest it because I'm working... My boss is, like, I wanted... To, at the start of the year, I got to work with her a little bit because she was my boss when I worked at the start of the year um, and then quit there to work at this other place. Um, she's an absolute angel and like such a good like female leader and like such a cheerleader of me thinks I'm the best person ever because I can figure out how to like format something on her computer or figure out like why her email's dinging at her and I feel like a genius every single time and she's got like she's getting doing her PhD but she still makes me feel like I'm smart so like I'm loving it
0: we all need a good female role model
1: she sounds a bit like
2: me but older
1: I think there is, yeah, no, there's definitely similarities. (laughs) Must be why
2: I love you so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you make everyone else feel smarter. (laughs) Pretty much.
2: Can't can't work a computer.
0: Oh, God. Okay, well, what was your favourite pre-COVID moment then, both of you?
1: For me, it would have been just before everything got real and we are still making jokes about like because a pandemic is very funny. Um
0: it's before to, it
1: happens. It is before it happens. Um <laughs> yeah Golden Plains. I went to Golden Plains, a music festival um which if you've ever been to Meredith is like the one that happens in autumn. And that was right before, yeah, everything really kicked off and I remember just being with my friends like in a big crowd surrounded by people. One of my friends had grapes in his pants so he was feeding everybody grapes from his like underwear um, and that's where we said that that was where COVID came from. Um, <laughs> it, and like it's just like the disgustingness that happens of like sharing a lollipop with friends or like friends just sharing chewing gum because you're just absolutely maggoted in a field with friends and it's just great. <laughs> um, and the, just the closeness of everybody is something that I feel like we won't have for quite a while. So being within that, I feel like we all knew that it was quite special at the time, but I think definitely afterwards we would do Zoom calls every Saturday night just to check in with each other. That was, we're like, yeah, that was pretty, that was kind of cool, wasn't it? Like we're all like touching each other and around <laughs> each other. Um, that's a fun concept because we're all just, Not wearing masks, trackies, yeah. (sighs) Uh, But yeah, I think that was, I mean, that's always like one of my favourite things of the year and also last weekend had been Meredith, so that was a bit the most sober I think I've ever been on a Meredith weekend for a while. So it was probably good for me, but also a bit
2: sad. (laughs) Mm. What about you, Amy? I'm just trying to think back.
0: Don't ask me because I can't remember.
2: I know what was happening, but Emily, I just thought... Right before we had Jamie's hen's day and I think that was a pretty nice moment. So I'll say that. Was that before?
0: Oh my God. So we had Jamie,
2: our co-worker's hen's day that was right before or right before COVID um, where we went um, to a few wineries um, and had a lovely hen's day with Mm. lots of wines and things like that. And sadly, the wedding had to be postponed like the week after because of COVID, because of restrictions and how many people could attend. And just, I went to their house that day and just, it was just, it's not good. It's just a sad moment, Mm. you know, knowing that the wedding can't go ahead and, you know, those sorts of things. And although it will happen and there's you know, you're very aware that there are sadder things that can happen, but there is still that grief of that moment that you're not mm. going ahead with the wedding for those people. But yeah, the hens mm. party was super fun.
0: It was amazing. That was a great day. I can't believe it was that long ago.
2: I love a winery walkabout. <laughs> oh, it
0: was so good. Yeah, and it was a winery great day. walkabout. That was very good. We went
1: to a winery at the start of the... I went to two wineries at the start, like two winery days at the start of the year. And that feels like
2: five years ago. And another thing that we also did being travel agents is although there was a pandemic going on, a lot of people were cancelling cruises. And so there were a lot of cheap cruises going for travel agents. So we were all like... And these cruises were like a hundred dollars <laughs> for a week, um, because I, so many people were canceling. And we were like, I booked oh, a two-week tha- cruise.
0: Yeah, four hundred and fifty dollars per person for an all-inclusive two-week cruise. You know, as we That's now like my know, range. like
2: it was bad, <laughs> and it and it did. You then get canceled, so no one mm. could go. But at the time, that was pretty. We're like, oh, let's just all go cruising. We were trying to figure out, we couldn't all go at once, so, but Emily booked one. Um, (laughs) we're all looking at different dates for these cheap Mm. (laughs) cruises.
0: That's so funny. That was a fun time. Yeah, that was a fun time. Gosh.
2: I'm glad you you remember all all of that good
0: stuff.
1: (laughs) Did either of you go overseas this year? Didn't you go
2: to Bali?
0: No, that was late last year. I went to uh, London last,
2: mm. oh, the UK late last year, which mm. feels like five years ago now. <laughs> <sighs> Do you know what el- what I was looking through my Netflix to figure out what I've been watching? Tiger King was this year. Oh my God, Tiger King. <gasps> How long Carol ago did that feel? Nuts.
1: husband, whacked him. Um, yeah, no, the, like, I feel like I, with those memes of, like, oh, how long ago does the Tiger King sourdough part of the pandemic feel like? <laughs> because it went from being all yeah. cute and wholesome to being, like, defund the police, Black Lives Matter, like, all these, like, ama- like you mm-hmm. know, really important movements. But it was just, like, it just like there's been so many sections of the yeah. pandemic and of the year that it feels, like,
2: so, like, such different... Well, Disconnection each month, months. there was, it mm. sort of did change and it was rapid as well. And it felt for quite a while that there was more months in the year than 12, but then the year <laughs> also has gone
0: quickly mm. somewhat. I'll tell you what, I feel this is a weird observation and I don't know whether it's only because I don't have as much stuff to do so I'm taking more notice of it, but I have you guys noticed how many different like CEOs and like large corporations have like come under scrutiny for like misuse of funds and embezzling and like all that dodgy shit this year? Or is that just me? I feel like so many people are getting their just dessert, like they're just having their karma served up on a platter to them in this form of a Cartier watch, I guess, like Oz Post. but. <laughs> I don't know, I just feel like there's been so many businesses that have, like, come under scrutiny or, or even people in power, like, from the government and stuff. But is it just that also I'm taking more notice? To, I think
1: it's, like, I mean, the Harvey Weinstein trial was the start of this year, though, as well. Like, that was only mm. Feb. I was going through, like, what happened this year because I've got to write a, a letter Um like a Christmas
2: letter, and I was like, What did happen this year? Like, what okay? What so, happened? who is this to that you're including something about Harvey Weinstein? In it? No, I
1: wasn't, I wasn't including Harvey Weinstein in this like work uh, letter for my for, it's going to be from my boss to the staff, but no, not including just Harvey make it Weinstein. political. <laughs> um, but I was just like, What
2: did happen? I was like, This like, is yeah. brilliant, and CC me in, yeah. <laughs>
1: I am going to mention toilet paper, like the toilet paper shortages, and a few other, like, you know, fun facts from the year. But um, no, I won't be including Harvey Weinstein in the (laughs) nice Christmas letter to everybody.
0: He doesn't deserve to be included in anything.
1: Gillian Maxwell as well got arrested. Mm. Like, I feel like, yeah, there have been, like, thankfully a few big names actually getting the tiniest amount of, you know, something, something to take accountability for their own actions. Also, did you watch, sorry, the very odd topic, but did you watch that, um, uh, Jeffrey, Aswell, Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein, yeah, did you watch that um, Netflix special?
0: Yeah, I, I mean, watched one of them, but there's more than one, aren't there? I watched whatever the most recent one was.
1: Mm. I feel like every so single well made. platform has a different version of it. Like the Nexium mm. cult video, like those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm watching that one on Stan, but it's also on Foxtel Go. So I've got, like, once I finish the Stan one, I want to watch
2: the Foxtel Go one. <laughs> I've watched a couple of episodes on Stan.
1: Mm. Mm. I think I'm
2: up to the final episode on that. It just gets weirder and weirder.
1: Um, speaking about Netflix, though, what has been your favourite show? or shows of the year, would you say? Because I want to go through just like our favourite things for a few different topics just so we can
0: gauge how we are next year and also I think it'd just be funny to look back on. One of my favourite TV shows this year, which I literally binge watched in I think the space of about a week with my on-again, off-again boyfriend, um, would be Money Heist. and Because, and this is so random, I I really liked it at the time, but what really got me was after the fourth season ended, they had like this documentary sort of thing, like a short special on how Money Heist, because originally I think they only had like one or two seasons and then they got cancelled. But it had just, it just snowballed into this huge thing that Netflix had then picked up and sort of pushed out to the world and now there's like you know any of the protests that are going on anywhere in Europe now they use like the costumes from it as like a symbol of the resistance and like just for me I, I just really love it when a TV show becomes more than a TV show like when it can really stand for something and become something bigger than that so I really really loved that and I can't wait for the last season even though I'll probably cry uh gosh. Um I've been re-watching Please Like Me recently, even though oh, I love that show. I love it, but I really struggle with it because like so my sister has bipolar disorder and so there's a lot of things that I can like relate to, but it is so good. <laughs> it is such a good show and just so human and relatable, even though is Josh Thomas a bit of an asshole? I think the jury's out on that. I saw him dancing
1: at Yars mm. one time and he seemed nice enough. Um, mm. I also really like that show because there's, like, so many little, like, Melbourne little tidbits and stuff. Like, when they go to the so Greyhound. Melbourne. Mm. Um, R.I.P. Greyhound. But that was just, I was like, oh, just, like, little Melbourne vines. I love it. <laughs> totally. Especially when, like, locked down and you can't actually go anywhere. So it's nice to oh just my live God. vicariously through well, Northern that's the main shows.
0: thing. Yes, that's the main thing with like TV shows is like I want to watch something where I can be like, oh, I'm going to go there when I when I am allowed out of the house. So <laughs> that's definitely what I was going for. Um, and then I also binged um, The United States of Tara, which is one that I'd meant to watch when it first came out ages ago. I finally watched it. Very, very good as well. Um, and then uh, – Big Mouth and Shameless, the US season, are just two of my all-time favourites. So that's what I've been doing TV show-wise. Um, TV
1: shows for me, I, I was actually, as you were speaking, I realised I finally watched all of Community because I, that was be one of the shows that I've started watching so many times because I really enjoyed it, but I never actually got that far through it. But mm. actually finished Community, which is Chef's Kiss. Um, I watched um, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist on Stan and I really enjoyed that one because it was just like wholesome, sweet cuteness like they're seeing, and it's just a bit just nice and not too dark or anything but does is a bit sad. I definitely cried at the end of it because I was quite emotionally invested in the show. But the main reason I really liked it is because my little sister and I would know what day it was because it'd be Monday. It would come out so we would be like, oh it's Monday. We can watch the TV show together and we'd make our plans and we'd go out to the couch together and sit and watch the TV show. Like I rewatched Fleabag again because Fleabag is like was my absolute number one show of 2019 and just still amazing. And I watched the marvellous Miss Maisel on Amazon Prime, which is visually stunning because it's set in New York in like the 50s and 60s and the costuming is just incredible. And the acting's really good and it's just just good fun. And it was like, oh, well, I can't go to New York and I probably won't be able to go to America for you know the longest time. But I can just see it through a TV
2: show and that's nice. So I had a look at my Netflix as to what I watched in the ad breaks of The Office and I, I watched um, – I watched the newest season of Dirty John,
0: which oh, is good. Gosh, yes. Oh, I forgot
2: they had a second season. Uh, yeah. So a lot of mine was like, yeah, like the next season of things I looked at. So yeah, mm. this next season of Dirty John, um, The Sinner, Undercover. Have mm. you guys seen that? It's no um, subtitled. It's in Dutch. It's really good. Afterlife with my husband, Richard Oh, Gervais. my God, yes.
0: Oh, love him um, so much.
2: And I watched a, I guess it's a documentary uh, called Outcry, which was on Stan, which was really interesting about a football a footballer accused of pedophilia, which, you know, obviously is not great, but it was a really interesting story on Stan and watched, you know, a lot of different stuff, but those were the ones that sort of stood out that were noteworthy. Okay, quick fire round. Favourite movie of
1: 2020? I don't have just one. Mine was anything with Adam Driver and I made a list (laughs) so I tried to watch every Adam Driver film. and then also I re shockingly, Pride and Prejudice a lot this year because that is my emotional comfort movie, I think I would say. <laughs> but Marriage Story was really, really good and I really liked that. I also don't think I've actually seen something in the cinema this year, so that feels a bit weird because I feel like I, I usually go to the movies to see things,
0: but I don't remember the last time I went to the movies. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, favourite movie. I don't know what my favourite one was. I feel like I finally discovered this year that definitely from now on when people ask me what kind of movies I like, I just need to say I like thriller and horror movies because, because I just freaking love them and that's pretty much all I watched. But I guess top five would have to be, I watched um, The Machinist the other night with Christian Bale in it. That was so good. Um, I finally, because I've never been much of a movie watcher, and I feel like that's what I've really done this year is like try and catch up with other people. Um, so I finally watched *Us*, which was amazing, so good. Um, I watched *Room*. Have you guys seen that? I don't even know. Oh, with, any, um, I've read the book. I think it's got the Captain mm. Marvel. Uh,
2: oh no! No, I mustn't have. Lady.
0: Them. Oh. Oh, yeah. What's her name? Alison, uh. not Alison Brie. No, the other one. Can Brie. you tell Start the, the plot of it? <laughs> so it's this girl and a little boy stuck in a room. Yeah, yep, I've read the book. One. I've not seen yeah. the movie. Yeah. And I won't say anymore because everyone has to go out and watch it. so, so good and just made me cry and made, like, my heart fill up with, like, warmth and oh just all the feels um I really liked Black Klansman which I'm sure you watched Maraid on your list of I movies that have had a Adam Driver times. in them <laughs> um right. so that was pretty good um how many is that is that four yeah okay so last one would have to be the good liar with Helen Mirren and what's his name granddaddy oh what's his name I don't remember what his name is anyway so satisfying so obviously neither of you have seen that one either but such a satisfying movie it's just like you start learning about how awful this person is and then at the end they get justice and it's like oh it's so good definitely recommend that that. one as well and I I'm not going to go into the intricacies of it because I really don't want to ruin it for anyone but I loved it it was so good really good cast as well I do just want to give a dishonourable mention, though, because this year, and I don't know if you guys were ever on this book trend 20 years ago, uh, the Artemis Fowl movie came out this year, and it was released on Disney Plus, and I've never, ever been as disappointed in my life. Like, really? I think I would uh, never, never. Even my even my micro dick experience was better than the Artemis Fowl movie.
2: That's Uh, a big call.
0: I know. (laughs) I know. It was awful. It was so bad. And you should be a movie critic. Like seriously, (laughs) I should
1: be. Did you? Did you see Margaret and David from SBS Movies reviewing Twenty Twenty?
0: No, that sounds amazing.
1: It's so good. I'll post it um, onto our socials so people can see it. Hilarious. Like them reviewing 2020 as if it's a movie. Iconic. I also realised this year, I, like they did, um, so myth like Mel- Melbourne International Film Festival, I usually go to see a few films with friends, but they did that all entirely online this year. So that was kind of fun watching it with friends and like, Having a Zoom call and we'd just mm. play the movie at the same time. So watching that, and also I realized that the new Emma movie came out, the Jane Austen Emma, and it was really, really great. So highly recommend seeing that. I think that's on Stan or Amazon Prime. You can watch that on. If you like Pride and Prejudice, I would recommend it. Where I recommended it, I could do words. I've never seen Pride and Prejudice. Don't say that to me. <laughs> Don't, <tell laughs> me. Don't say that. Don't say that to me. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, you know we're you know we're having a sleepover and I'm making you watch it, and I will be quoting you. Oh, good. Remember, remember
0: just before when I said I like thriller and horror
1: movies. Do you remember that time we were friends? Because it's looking <laughs> far in the distance now. Mm, mm,
2: I vaguely remember it. <laughs> oh, so I have a feeling. I, I I have a feeling I didn't watch any movies, but I totally forgot. I. And this will work out to what I did this year also and back to what series. I watched Lost. Oh
0: my God. You see, yeah, you watched Lost.
2: Oh. For the first time, which blew my mind. It was amazing. I watched it and just binged it for so long. So that was amazing. I really enjoyed it. And I it enjoyed inc- that you were incredible. watching it.
0: Although yep. I have to say Deep it was briefing. really difficult though, when you'd come to me and be like, Oh, this just happened. And then in my mind, I have to be like, wait, so if I say this detail, is she going to know that? Like, I felt like I could barely Where say was anything. I up to? And then you'd be like, Oh, so is this what's going to happen? And I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not going to comment. But it was yes, this, very what, happy. 15
2: years or whatever it was ago. Really long mm-hmm.
0: time. Anyway, mm-hmm. exciting. Moving on. <laughs> so no movies?
2: Nah, I don't know. I probably watched the Paw Patrol movie. It was pretty
0: cool. (laughs) How was that? How many stars would you give it?
2: I don't know, but we always have to be a character. I'm probably Lee Marshall.
0: (laughs) I don't even know any of them. Which character do you think I would be? Uh, I don't know, Sky.
1: (laughs) Should she be offended or complimented by that? This is like so difficult. No, they're all cool. Oh, (laughs) are they? Okay. They're all cool. My favourite podcast of the year, and I'd almost say Guilty Pleasure, but it's not even a Guilty Pleasure. I think everybody enjoys it. The Hamish and Eddie podcast, I find brings me so much joy. And it's been so good, like, when I was walking to work wearing a mask, because I would be grinning ear to ear looking like a maniac <laughs> silently laughing to myself listening to them just be so silly and i think especially in this year that's all i needed was just silliness so yeah that i think was my um oh my i didn't get that sorry that try again. <laughs> my <laughs> i got an apple watch recently and i don't know how to work it obviously and Siri. it just it just googled silliness Um, Which is not what I wanted it to do. Um, (laughs) The other podcasts I think that I listened to were This American Life and 99% Invisible are my always like go-to recommendations to people to listen to. And I think I listened to them a fair bit this year. And also during the election, I was listening to The Daily um, each day because I was needing any US election content I could get my head around. So I was listening (laughs) to a fair bit of that. Yourself? other than your own and also your amazing other podcasts. oh as well, I was gonna say you gonna,
0: do you like my mm-hmm. podcasts that I make <laughs> yeah so obviously my other two podcasts are my two, two favorite the, I'd say the new ones that I'm really loving so human seeking human it's by Zandi Schieffer so he's one half of like another podcast called beach too sandy water too wet and I love that podcast too, but I've caught up on them. So it's been kind of grim for me waiting for each of their episodes to come out. Because basically what they do is they read bad reviews on like Google and Yelp and stuff, but dramatically. Very, very I funny. Love that. So what he started doing is he started reading out like personal ads, like from old newspapers and all sorts of stuff like that. And it's so, it's such a beautiful mix of like, some of them are kind of cute and funny. Some of them are really sad. Some of them are quite like warm and lovely. And then he sort of has this segment at the end where you can write in and, and do your own like fake personal ad. And it's just such a little heartwarming. It's just so nice. It's just, it makes me feel really warm inside to listen to. And then, I don't know, I'm such a fan of true crime podcast so I, I've i been on the I've just started listening to The Lighthouse which is done by The Australian by the um uh Belgian backpacker who went missing in Byron Bay uh Do No Harm which Wondery released oh oh my god this is not from 2020 but a podcast of one's own by Julia Gillard I for since she started it I've been like yeah yeah I'll listen to that I'll really like it I know I'll like it and I just didn't and finally I've been listening to it and I'm just addicted now. So that's been the other one. And The Dream. So good. Have you guys listened to The Dream? No, I haven't. Oh my god. You're it's add it to
1: my list right now.
0: Yes, do it. So the first season is basically breaking down like MLM business structures and like how people get roped into it and Ooh. like all of this stuff. It goes so deep into it. And then the second Season goes more into like the wellness industry and how they're um, exploiting people and stuff. But oh, so good! I just love any podcast where I can like listen and learn lots of stuff. It was f- funny when you said, um,
2: Marade about Hamish and andy that you would wear your mask and you'd um, have a big grin because I-, I actually would listen to them when I'd go and get a beauty appointment. So quite often I'd have my eyes closed. And then all of a sudden I just burst out laughing and frightened my therapist. <laughs> and like, but now she's really used to it. And she'll be like, like, she'll just be like, stop. Cause I'll just start laughing and like frighten her in the middle of it.
0: Um, you should take your headphones out so you can both listen. That's so yeah, rude. Let just so it. funny.
2: Also lately i've been so interestingly enough i didn't listen to podcasts until this year when i was actually on <laughs> emily's podcast so that was sort of like a vain thing where i'm like i'm on a podcast now best i listen to them yeah um
0: but also when you got a phone that could actually play a podcast that was probably yeah that's the most right like i'm not part.
2: not great with mm. technology don't know how to put the microphone <laughs> and the earphones in um <laughs>
1: yeah why isn't the microphone working it's not plugged in um that might be
0: why is not the sound working because it's muted
2: (laughs) what a nightmare (laughs) i've got um ladies we need to talk um Mm. i've been Mm. really loving that um just the gist i found you know interesting i really enjoyed the blair witch episode of that I frightened the hell out of myself just (laughs) listening to it even though it was you know it's obviously all fake but just took me back to my childhood um and you're wrong about I've written
0: down as well
2: so just a couple
0: nice I have just started listening to you're wrong about and it's so good and I haven't started listening to just the gist but I love Rosie Waterland and you should definitely listen to her other podcast next
1: my mum says it's my memoir really is a lie. Yes. Yeah. I listen to listened that to that so, it? so good. Yeah.
0: So good. That one made me cry as well. A couple of times. Mm. And laugh. I wanted to a read
1: lot. a book, but then I was like, oh, but I feel like I'm, I know it all from <laughs> listening to the podcast, which is yeah. probably not the idea. Uh,
2: like you probably I've should read support. The book. I've read her book.
1: Ah. Oh. Yeah. I think you'd enjoy the podcast then. Cause it just breaks it down each. Hmm. Um, each chapter.
0: And gives her mum to uh, an opportunity to argue against everything her mom's she's Her mum's such a character. <laughs> I love her mum so much. Should we move on to music, of which none of us really listen to any new music this year, it sounds like? Um,
1: you get that, like, you know how you get the Spotify year in review thing? Mm. Um, I'm in the top 3% of Harry Styles listeners, apparently. <laughs> um <laughs>
0: Why do you get a certificate?
1: <laughs> no, it just it um it just came up as like you're in the top. Oh, I had I had a few friends who were like one of my think God I can't speak. One of my friends was in 0.5 of Kylie Minogue or something. So like that's <laughs> that's a bit of a flex. Um, so I feel like next year I can do better. But I don't think I just didn't really listen to music that much kind of leads on to um, TikTok. I became really obsessed with TikTok this year and Doja Cat is like kind of all over TikTok and tried to learn the say-so dance with Layla at the start of lockdown. So that was one of the lockdown activities that like I tried to get around. I didn't bake sourdough. I did one puzzle, which I didn't really enjoy, um, but I tried (laughs) one TikTok dance. So I feel like I did 2020 all right.
0: Yeah, nice, nice. I agree with you on on WAP. I feel like I, I don't think I've ever listened to a new song that much ever before because I'm not usually a massive fan of new music and things usually have to grow on me quite a bit. But as soon as that came out, I was like, fuck, yes, it was so good. And it was just such a vibe of like, I'm so sick of hearing. I think the thing I loved most about it, and this is really wrong, but... I think the thing I loved most about it was how angry it made some people. I feel like so many people were like, it's disgusting, they're disrespecting themselves. And I'm like, you know what? I grew up having to listen to songs that were literally about men forcing themselves on women. And now we finally have a song that's (laughs) for us. Like, so fuck you, I love this song. So I feel like that was definitely a one for me. Yeah, I think WAP is like,
1: I also, it's one of those things I'm like, I'm so sad I haven't been able to dance out with my, you know, friends at Yaya's listening to WAP, like being absolute, like slut dropping to the ground. Like I miss, I miss dance floors. Like I'm not even one to dance generally when I go out, but I cannot wait to dance to WAP once I do finally go out. I think places are opening up, but I don't know about dance floors just We're allowed
0: to dance soon. It's been in the news. We're almost allowed to dance. Just, just. What is crazy. 2020? <laughs> so weird. I read that headline: "Dancing to be allowed from this date." And I was like, "What the fuck?" It's like back <laughs> in a footloose era, yeah. era yeah. It's like, speakeasies.
2: <laughs> just like <laughs> tapping your feet, like yeah. <laughs> high waisted jeans. Here you come, sliding on the dance floor. Footloose. <laughs> Dancing is allowed.
0: Oh shit! So funny.
2: I listen to music, but I'm that person that's like, oh, do they sing that? I have no idea. My girlfriend Lisa's the one that gets me onto music, so she'll listen to Triple J and um, when Hottest 100 comes around, we do a big, um, we will blend tequila with super Dupas and just have a big day of it. Um, and that then sounds great. I'll finally mm. realize all the lovely songs that I've been listening to who their artists are. So,
0: and then forget them um, the next day. Like I do.
2: Yeah. So she's my, <laughs> my one person yeah. that gets me onto all the music, but she's a big fan of, um, King Gizzard and the wizard, the lizard wizard. She loves heavy metal.
0: Oh, I forgot to say too. Miley Cyrus is really like I've never disliked Miley Cyrus, but her music isn't really for me. But I feel like she's come out with some bangers. Midnight Sky was perfect because obviously I went through a pretty big, well, one divorce and a number of breakups with the same person. So I feel like having like a a solid breakup song has been so good. So that's been really good. And now she's releasing all this music with freaking Joan Jett. And oh, it's been so good. I'm also like obsessed with her look this year. I feel like mm, the amount of times I've wanted to cut a mullet myself in my bathroom, <laughs> especially now I've got the bleach You've got the blonde. blonde.
2: <laughs> Speaking of looks, yes, did you have any specific outfits that you wore during lockdown?
0: I feel like the sports bra and leggings I'm wearing right now, I'm actually surprised they're still held together because of how much I've washed and worn this just one sports bra and one pair of leggings. I have so many clothes, but no, just the one outfit for me. I feel like once you get your
1: ISO look, it just like that's all you wear. I would alternate between my men's, flannelette pajamas from Kmart with my Ugg boots or my trackies, this jumper that my old housemate's ex-girlfriend gave me, which has horses all over it, like mad horse girl energy and socks and Birkenstocks. That was also my uh, piece of resistance um, kind of look (laughs) that I um, gave for myself. So also it was weird having to go out in public again and wear a bra because I just, did not oh. wear a bra for the longest time this year.
0: So that was nice. That was a nice break. For me, it's underpants. I'm legit, it's legit. Gender. I'm like, I, uh, yes. And the <laughs> the amount of times I've left my house now and I'm like, fuck, I'm not wearing any underpants. I'm going to have a Britney moment. <laughs> Possibly should be wearing them at home anyway, but <laughs> apparently not. I
2: just wore a lot of active pants.
0: because
2: mm. so I did all my walking. So I was forever ready to go. <laughs> but uh, I also, I, and I also bought a t shirt online that said, not slim, kind of shady. So I wore that. <laughs> I love that. Active pants. And then if I wasn't in active pants, I was in my pajamas a lot of the time, mm. which
0: to be fair, I'm in whether it's a pandemic or not. Speaking of buying cute T-shirts then, anyone have a favourite online purchase? Actually, I only recently was able to look at all the things that I
1: bought online. So I bought a lot of um, things from a vintage seller um, on Instagram. So I have her post notifications on social post things and then you just have to comment sold um, underneath them. The amount of just very impulsive decisions I'd make Because I'm like, well, I need to get it because otherwise
0: someone else will buy it. Um, And it doesn't feel like spending money if all you have to do is comment saying sold.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So I was able to go through all the things I purchased with that, which was a lot of, um, like, I got two jackets from the 70s and then I got this other dress, which is like from the 60s, I think. Some like cool things. Um, I bought, my present that I bought for myself for getting my second job was a... Pen knife from 1890, I think, which was far too much money to be spending on a tiny little pen knife, but I really like knives. And I bought myself <laughs> this ridiculous gold um, glow mesh wallets, you know, like the wallets that your grandma mm. used to have. I bought Love myself them. one of those as my present to myself for my first job. And it arrived after I'd already quit my the first job and... Um, <laughs> had started my second job um, I finally actually <laughs> received this wallet that I bought for myself back in May I think well I also bought myself a plate from flex mummy that says eat the rich um, which was I think I, I rational like rationalized that as my job uh, my present to myself for quitting corporate yeah so that's I've I've just done a lot of online shopping yeah. really. <laughs>
0: haven't we all I think mine has to be my dance pole um or stripper pole if you want to really be crass about it but did you um, get one I did yeah it's already gone because it started ruining my ceiling so I was really disappointed about that but luckily it held out all through lockdown so I had a lot of fun with that minus the bruising I did not realize how bruised I would be that was so like I looked Oh, I don't even, I, oh, I looked like I'd fallen out of an airplane, I think, is what had happened to me. I was bruised all over in places where I was like, why do I have a bruise there? <laughs> um, but yeah, and then literally the week after um, all the restrictions lifted, I, I was just lying in bed one, one morning and I was like, what's that thing on the ceiling? And then I'm like, oh, shit, that is a crack caused by the dance polls. So. but I sold it at only a $40 loss so you know huh. I'm counting that as a win and as mm-hmm. long as your landlord doesn't listen to this you're fine exactly oh well he's a 93 year old man so he's definitely listening <laughs> <laughs> that is hey, our peak demographic we're talking about yeah if Amy can figure out how to record then I'm sure a 93 year old man can figure out how to listen to a podcast he and I are going out for dinner tomorrow night (laughs) well will you sleep him at 50 so he doesn't get angry about the ceiling of course I will I was gonna
2: say I didn't really do much online shopping but I was just thinking contradictory I kind of I bought at the start of lockdown i bought a bit of sexy underwear, but then I also Ooh. donated, started donating a fair bit of money to charity at the same time. I thought you were going like, to say oh. you started <laughs> donating
1: sexy underwear to charities, which is, you know, that's a charitable thing you can Lovely. do.
0: I did not do that. So, like, be a good person, but make it sexy. Yeah, it was. I guess, you know,
2: subconsciously I was like, oh, but no, I just... For some reason, I was like, no, I won't spend all my money online shopping. I'll just give it away instead. I probably was donating. I was probably donating all that money because all I lived on was bloody pizza shapes. All (laughs) locked down.
0: Was that your ISO snack?
2: It was that. And I ate a lot of burritos as well.
0: Oh, yum. Mm. What'd you wash it all down with? (laughs) Guess. Guess. (laughs) I'm gonna go with gin gin.
2: (laughs) I didn't I wasn't an alcoholic
0: (laughs) the best sentences start with I wasn't an alcoholic but (laughs) but I I, I, like
2: I enjoy the taste of pink gin I think it's cute Hmm. but I don't drink it all the time
0: I think that's what the marketing team want you to think
2: yeah it is cute cute. (laughs) like it's so pretty and it tastes pretty Mm. as well I think um, my little sister and
1: I kept red sparrow pizza in business during this lockdown so if you don't know it's this amazing vegan pizza place which is probably like we used to work in a pizza place together Em Um, probably my favorite pizza in the entire world and it's like it's vegan as well which is just nice I mean I'm vegetarian but I ate so much of that Um, and then a lot of red wine. I got way back onto the goon sacks, like goon sack red wine (laughs) because no one was looking – like I didn't have to bring a nice bottle of wine to a friend's house and if it was just me drinking, I could have one or several glasses and no one would – I couldn't tell how much I'd had from it, which was a bit dangerous. I um, didn't drink for about three months, I think, in the middle of – the second lockdown, which was really good for my mental health and, like, physical health and, like, all the good things. Um, <laughs> so I got really, I mean, imagine that. Um, and I got into drinking um, fake, like, non-alcoholic wine.
2: When you said pizza, I forgot that I did live on and used to eat it all the time was from Coles. They have um, the $7.50 quattro for Margie. <laughs> it's, it's the four cheese pizza. It's yeah. and I ate like so many of them to the point that they were just fi- filled our freezer.
0: We got a carbo what? load for all that walking.
2: Yeah, quattro formaggi. I <laughs> ate um, so much so
1: megarang as well. I feel like that was. Mm. I mean, it's just always a very large part of my diet. Also, once um I started. Um, drinking again I was going to um, this cocktail bar that I've been to a few times before everything happened they were doing takeaway cocktails like in these little jars and then I got the idea oh I'll collect those and put spices into them and so I just went there a lot so I've got about 20
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god I love that rationalization Oh, I have yeah, to buy is... these because I need my spice jars.
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to, I mean, like, but I'm like, I'm supporting local businesses mm-hmm. and I didn't drink them all myself. I just convinced other friends. I mean, I did buy them all myself, I think. Um, <laughs> but I'd buy them for friends and we'd go sit in Edinburgh Gardens and drink our little, like, um, little shaker bottles of um, Negronis and stuff. It was really nice. <laughs> It felt that very fancy. I got, I got drunk on a park bench a few times with friends um, because that was that was kind of 2020 is getting
0: drunk on a mm. park bench. Got to do it. Where else are you going to get drunk? You're not allowed to go home with your friends. No, but... Not allowed we'll to sit, dance. I was sitting, on
1: the, sitting on the park bench with a friend um, wearing my orange suit, which I think was actually probably my most ridiculous purchase of 2020. I bought an orange suit. Um, and I wore it to work and was having drinks with my friend and a possum pissed all shat on my shoulder as I was, um, probably telling a fascinating story to my friend. Um, so that was, I also had a bird shit on my head this year, so I've just had a good year of it as, you know, it's supposed to be
0: good luck, you know?
1: Yeah, it was a direct hit, um, both times. It was great this is just my year in review. I'm just reflecting on the times I've been <laughs> shat on
0: <laughs> to be fair 2020 shat on all of us really didn't it <laughs> yeah I also changed my first like
1: nappy the other day when I was babysitting for a friend so that what? was that's a that's an
0: experience of 2020 you never changed a nappy before
1: not a nappy also that sounds gorgeous. I thought you were sounds- about to say not a baby's. <laughs> 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 oh I've come close to having to do that for friends during festivals and stuff but um, no thankfully uh. I've not had to change a friend's nappy
0: yet <laughs> oh god now I don't want to talk about my isolation food because we're talking about nappies <laughs> yeah it kind of I'm sorry I really took took it on a bad change <laughs> but I also feel really boring compared to you guys I mean apart from going a little way overboard on uber eats when I first got to Melbourne because we didn't have that back in Wang I pretty much lived on like the little vita wheat biscuits and hummus like just that like, any time I was hungry, I'd just be like, oh, I'll just have a couple more VitaWeek. Like, that's pretty much all I'd eat. I'd eat, have a good breakfast and then I'd just snack on Wheat for the rest of the day and then go to bed, be done with it. Um, and then as far as a drink, I'm sober, so I had sparkling mineral water with my little handy soda stream. <laughs> that's about it. <laughs> I'll throw you a curveball and ask one more question and we can end on that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. cool all right so last question then for you guys dig deep for this one what one thing do you hope everyone remembers from this year well yeah
1: i feel like it'd be black lives matter defund the police <laughs> you can buy bread from the supermarket why are you baking it yourself <laughs> and you don't need that much toilet paper but also I think I hope people just remember, like, the importance of being together and, like, I think the ama- – I feel like especially being in Melbourne during these lockdowns and stuff, I think just the pride of knowing that we all went through this together so we could we could have that time with everybody now and, like, how special – I feel like I'm finding, seeing family and friends now because of what we as a city had to go through to get here. I think it's like, I think I hope everybody's, you know, Melbourne's still very proud of the work we've done. Mm. And I mean, Australia at large, how we've been able to get through the pandemic so far and just how, you know, we're in a much better situation than Mm. a lot of other people around the world are. I don't know.
2: I feel like all, a lot of this year, especially when I was at work, I would try and tell people to keep it into perspective and I think that's a really good idea even in general is to keep it in perspective. I'd also, you know, think that we'd like to remember to be grateful um, for what we have. You know, there's always something to be grateful for even if it's something small. Try and remember. I'm sure it'll, you know, it's weird the things that we forget over time and then we'll remember it when it comes up on our Facebook memories and we'll go, oh, fuck, remember that? It's crazy.
0: Gosh, I think mine's probably along the lines of yours both as well-ish. I feel like... You can't copy. I'm not copying. Okay. Uh, I feel (laughs) like... (laughs) Such a taskmaster. I feel like I hope that people remember how quickly things can change. And I don't necessarily mean that in a bad way. I think that so much of our lives, for better or worse, we always feel like that is just what it's always going to be. And so whether you're stuck in a bad situation or you're not feeling grateful for a good situation... It's so timely, I think, for people to have a reminder that we actually control very little and I think we feel like we have all this control over all these aspects of our lives and what we have is just going to be there forever and that's just not the case. And, yeah, I don't know, I think just after everything that happened this year, I mean, it started with bushfires, then COVID, then Black Lives Matter, then killer bees or wasps or whatever the fuck they were like everything just kept changing and just when we get to a place where it was like okay all right I can deal with this it'd change again and I feel like that's what I hope people remember is like if you're going through something terrible just remember it, it could all change tomorrow and it'll be okay and if you're having a good time remember to enjoy it because it could all change tomorrow I don't know I guess that's probably what I would say
1: I love that. It's like that quote, um, this too shall pass, knowing that, you know, there are things to be grateful for as still as well because we started a podcast and that was a good
0: thing that we did. That was a Yay. very lockdown
1: 2020 thing of us doing.
0: <laughs> you can't go Just through to- 2020 without starting a podcast. All right, Mairead, tell us where to find us on socials and then we'll say goodbye. <laughs>
1: All right. can find us at atsl podcast on instagram give us a follow we're going to um put up a year in review thing that you can fill out as well if you want to share it with your friends
0: all right well bye
1: see ya see you in 2021 bitches